Hello, welcome to today's edition of the Sowing and Reaping audio podcast. This is Brother Walter Terrell. Thank you so much for joining in. This is January the 12th, 2022, and a new year has uh, approached us, and I'm looking forward to what the Lord is going to do in this new year. Today, I'm actually going to be uh, doing a devotional uh, that came from the book called The Prayer Maker's Journal by Pastor Kenny Kirkendall. And uh, as I was having my devotion this morning, this really spoke to my heart. So I wanted to share with you uh, what God shared with me. And today's scripture reading is Matthew chapter number 7 and verse number 7. Where the word of God says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Today we're going to be looking at the prayer maker, pray specifically. How that praying in detail actually glorifies the Father. You know, ambiguity is an ever-present danger uh, that exists in a secret place. Within the act of prayer, it is possible to misconstrue the asking. If we do ask, we only submit our petitions in vague generalities. Like archers who shoot their bows blindly in the night, we aimlessly throw words towards heaven's throne in hopes that something will eventually stick. For many people, the closet is full of formulas and cliches where random requests are spewed off in an assembly line setting. We get in our spot, we put in our hours, we manufacture our prayers, and we repeat the next day. The product is always the same because that is the way we work it. Such prayer may ease the conscience and even pay the bills, but it rarely thrills the soul. Suppose we prayed with such intentionality that only God could receive the glory and then answers. Suppose our requests were so explicit and detailed that only divine provision could appease the appeal. This is the glory of the Father. This is His delight to bestow upon His children those things for which they have specifically asked. You think about this, friend. The rams in the thicket, the mill in the barrel, the honey in the rock, the children in the womb, all of these are specialties of God that are examples found in the Word of God. But they are only found when they are deliberately and purposely sought. They are only provided for in the asking, and they are only supplied in the seeking. They are only opened in the knocking. Could it be that we have not because we have failed to simply ask? Or could it be that when we do pray, we too vaguely ask amiss, according to James chapter 4 and verse number 3? You know where the Bible says you ask not because... You have not because you ask not, because you ask amiss that you may receive it upon your own lust, or consume it upon your lust. Jesus prayed for specific disciples to be called. He prayed for specific events to take place. He prayed for specific miracles to occur. He prayed for specific truths to be understood. He prayed for specific answers to be given. He prayed specifically unto the Father in the upper room for his followers to be empowered, his church to be unified, his spirit to be sent and for his glory to be restored you see the will of the father was unleashed and manifested in the world as a direct result of those specific prayers made by our lord in like manner he instructs us to pray with the same kind of specificity asking seeking and knocking are all imperatives that employ our faith they call us to a specific course of action within the realm of prayer one cannot truly ask if they are not making specific requests unto God. One cannot honestly seek if they have no specific direction toward the throne. 
one cannot eagerly knock if they have no specific door upon which to pound. Jesus proclaimed, What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Mark chapter 11, verse number 24. In essence, Jesus was saying that the desires of the heart, on some level, must be defined. What is the desires of your heart? I often uh, preach this myself, friend. This is not in the book, but I often preach this myself. You know, if you desire something, pray and ask God for it. Be specific about it. Tell God directly. In other words, the Bible does say in Psalm 37, 4, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. You know, if it's not going to hurt you, you know, it's like uh, it's like uh, Robert McShane. He said he said it like this. He said uh, God will either give you desires of your heart or give you something even better. But friend, it's like it's like this too. Uh, Jesus was saying, in essence, that the desires of the heart, on some level, must be defined. This is not for the benefit of God. He does not need a better understanding of where you and I are coming from. Rather, we are instructed to pray specifically so that when specific answers come, we will better be suited to understand how they were answered and arrived. In the provision of such answers, we will be more inclined to glorify the Father. I mean, generic, vague, repetitious praying can be answered by coincidence or happenstance. But friends, specific requests that yield specific results in a specific manner are only heard and answered by the God of details. Herein is the promise of the Master, for everyone that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Matthew chapter 7, verse number 8. Nothing is so uh, minuscule uh, that you cannot yet bring it into the secret place. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 6. It would be impossible to saturate everything in prayer as the apostles commands without specifically praying. God has designed God has designed the prayer closet to function in this matter so that every issue of life is handled in his divine presence. In the path of prayer Samuel Chadwick said this. He said nothing is too trivial for omniscience. Come straight to God. Do not bother other people. Lay all questions naked before God, and he will make it plain to what is his will. When God speaks, his speech is easily understood. All questions of the plain should be settled on the mount, and where there is certainty on the mount, there will be victory on the levels and in the valleys. So friend, if you find your footing in the valley, draw your arrows from the quiver. Place them firmly in the bow. Make straight their setting and aim for the mountain of God. Be not dismayed if they find not their target the first time at the first attempt. Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking because God has something specific in mind. Now, the prayer maker's principle is this, my friend. God delights in our prayers when they are sought after intentionally. It is the specific prayer request of supplication that gains the attention of heaven. This kind of praying unites his provision with the exact prayer that was offered for the sole purpose of God's glory. Vague praying is typically offered in apathetic pursuits, 
Praying specifically is most often born out of some deep-rooted desire of the heart. And that's true, my friend. Delight thyself also in the Lord. He shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Friend of mine, we all delight in praying, delight in talking to God, delight in making our prayer requests specific to Almighty God, so that when those prayer requests are answered and God gives us the desires of our heart, we give God in return all glory, all honor, and all praise. We have not because we have failed to specifically ask. The glory of God is manifested in specific praying because it declares that God indeed hears us and works through the specificity of our requests. Now, we should lay out our prayers before God with detail and intention. Reduce our vague, meaningless rhetoric from our petitions. Believe that God answers in accordance with our request. And so, a good example would be Heavenly Father does none like you. You are not as the dead, cold, lifeless gods of this world. Almighty God, you incline, you incline your ear to me, and you know the desires of my heart. Help me to clarify the needs in my life with purpose and detail, and God, may we bring our petitions before you and trust you with them. And it's just that easy, my friend. And again, God will give us our heart's desire if we delight in him. And friend of mine, listen, do not be afraid to take everything to God in prayer. Pray for that specific need. Pray for that specific want. And if it's God's will, he'll give it to you. But we must delight in him and make our prayer requests specific before God. So that way, when they are answered, that way when we get what we ask for, we will know that it came directly from Almighty God and nothing of our own doing. Nothing of the world's doing, but Almighty God Himself. And again, I remind you that Robert Mary McShane said, uh, if God doesn't give you what you want, He has something better for you. But friend of mine, as I read to you and showed you from the Word of God, that um, you know the Lord does answer specific prayer requests. The child in the womb. The, the meal at the bottom of the barrel. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I, I mean, even like this, Abraham sought a bride for Isaac, and he got it, didn't he? Well, friend, let me tell you, God delights in answering the prayers of his children, especially specific praying. And so, uh, just think about that. Think about all the times that the Lord prayed specifically in the upper room. He prayed for certain disciples, specific disciples. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Let me remind you of that again. If I can uh, find it here, I done closed the book. But yeah, he prayed for um, specific disciples to be called, specific events to take place, specific miracles to occur. He prayed for, spe for specific truths to be understood and for specific answers to be given. He prayed that his uh, uh, church would be unified, his spirit would be sent, he prayed for his glory to be restored and his followers to be empowered. And a friend of mine, he prayed all that. And then, of course, he prayed at the tomb of Lazarus. Lazarus came forth. I mean, friend, those are specific prayers from the ultimate prayer maker himself, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know we're not Jesus, but hey, he saved us, didn't he? When we called on him for salvation, 
We asked him specifically to save us. And guess what happened? If you've ever been saved by the grace of God, he did exactly that, didn't he? He saved you. He forgave you, washed you in the blood of the Lamb, and gave you that prayer request. So why not pray for these other things? Pray for that financial need. Pray for that lost loved one to be saved. Child of God, if you're single, hey, pray that God will give you that soulmate that you desire. But make sure that soulmate loves the Lord and is safe too. Amen. And so there you have it. There it is on specifically praying that God might get the glory when he answers those prayers. And if you haven't yet, I mean, the Bible is the first and foremost book of all, the King James Bible. But let me also say this. One of my favorite books that I've read on prayer is actually Asking and Receiving by Dr. John R. Rice. It's a thick book, but he goes in great detail in some areas about specifically praying for certain things. You want a certain job? Pray for it. You want a certain vehicle? Pray for it and see if God will answer that prayer. That's what it's all about. I know some people will tend to disagree, and God is not a genie in a bottle, my friend. We know that. But God is a God who answers specific prayers. God is a God who gives us those answers. And when we get those prayers answered, when God gives us the desires of our heart, we cannot help but in return give Him all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. So there you have it. May God bless you is my prayer. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Sowing and Reaping audio podcast. And wherever you're listening at right now, may you have a good rest of your day or night just on purpose.